This is The Parent Panel, a podcast that's all about the experience of parenting through the eyes of one mum and one dad. We talk about all the things that matter to us, the parents and carers of small children. Today, we're talking about baby names, interfering grandparents, trolling babies and the emojis parents need to have. Well, sometimes you catch yourself just being bossed around. You're going, wait, wait a second. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I'm an adult. <laughs> Neve one day took her nappy off and just rubbed it on the wall. Oh, wow. I kind of feel like parenting is a good antidote to my anal retentiveness. I think you're still in the trenches with your kids. I like the expression trenches. I sometimes call it the vortex. <laughs> the Parent Panel with Siobhan Hunt. Our two parents today are Veronica Milsom, comedian, Triple J radio host and mother of one. Hello. Hello. Yeah, very excited to be here. Excellent. And TV presenter Matt Baisley, father of I'm saying 2.75. Yeah, it's probably a bit closer than more. It's oh probably like 2.9 now. Holy moly. Four weeks away from number three. Yeah. <gasps> Wait, what if she goes into labour early and you're here? <sighs> Just leave. We've well, got half an Honestly. hour, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I going to say a friend of mine, when his wife went into labour with their third baby, it was literally like, Oh, yeah, whatever. I'm like, no, it doesn't matter if it's the third baby. It's still labour. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not like that. I haven't got to the third yet. I can't imagine. <laughs> Maybe you will just be really relaxed. I went into uh, labour the day after I finished radio, which was pretty crazy. <gasps> Convenient. Yeah. yeah. Well, it but was... not fair. She didn't get maternity leave. That's true. Oh. I was so excited to read books and learn anything <laughs> in the three weeks I had off. But unfortunately, just, um, yeah, going it's hard shame. at it. Mm. Wow. It was quick at least, though. How it was all quick? over in like uh, three hours. Oh, wow. See, there's an argument that quick is good, and then there's the argument that quick is not great. For tearing? Well, yeah, just for intensity. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I had the best time, honestly. And I always feel torn, which is the wrong <laughs> expression, but I always feel torn about whether to say that it was awesome or not because I, no, say I that. stood up and like it was like the ultimate workout. Oh. <gasps> Squaring. I was in the assessment room. Were you standing when you actually gave birth? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Just like legs wide. Because I had to take my pants off. It was all so crazy. They <laughs> <laughs> like ripped my pants off, and it was that quick. Yeah, because they didn't. They didn't think I was giving birth, and then they were like, "Oh, maybe we'll have a quick check." And they were like, "Oh my god, you're six centimeters dilated." It was really crazy. That is insane. And so my husband was supposed to be in um, the Thor premiere where he was supposed to hand his phone in. <laughs> yeah. And it was lucky that he did it at the last minute because he would have um, missed the entire thing. Was he a bit upset that he missed the Obviously. Thor premiere? Yeah. yeah, he was devastated. Great movie. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, I don't know how we can continue after that. No. Like, that is such a great story. Yeah, well, I was paranoid the other way. I made my wife go in like... 12 hours earlier than she should have. She's like, I don't think we need to go. I'm like, no, we're going. We're going. We got in there and then we're in there for 24 hours. They wanted us to go home. And I'm like, we're not going home. No, we paid for this. (laughs) (laughs) We're staying here. Uh, Is that the difference between private and public? Did you go through the private system? Is that how you could demand? The second time. The second time was... private. We didn't get our health insurance covered in time for Fair the enough. first one. We're like, oh, it was a bit more. But the second time we're like, no, yeah, no, we're staying. Yeah, I remember staying. the first time they said, um, someone had given me the hint that um, if you want to come in, make sure that you're making lots of noise during the contraction. <laughs> and so my husband was calling, they're like, wait, wait. And then I'd be like mooing like a cow in the background. <gasps> <laughs> like, come in, come in. I'm like, damn straight, I'm coming in. Wow. Yeah. That's how you get the best attention. I think so. to put on a show. Hmm. Mm. Didn't do that at all. Damn. Well, you didn't need to. You were like, no. <laughs> That's right. Get me like, in, oh, get me out. Just happened. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, our first topic today, conveniently, is uh, baby names. 
I'd like to introduce you to Linda. Oh, who's Linda? Your mom's friend? A, a woman you bought a funky lamp from on Craigslist? No, my daughter, Linda. Wow, your baby's name is Linda, Kimmy. He named his baby Linda. That's not a baby name. That's a name for an adult woman who works in human resources and says stuff like Mondays. <laughs> Linda. Now, isn't that a name that was popular when we were growing up? Um, Yes, well, popular means something different these days because according to a recent article from the ABC, parents are choosing babies' names to give them a more unique identity. I cringed the whole way through this article because it was me all over, apart from this bit, apart from this bit. The article does suggest that some parents choose a name based on how it will appear in social media, not one of my concerns, um, or how it will look when they apply for a job. Also, not, not something I thought about. Um, Veronica, your daughter's one now, is that right? Yeah, she's about one and a half. And her name's Lila, which was just easy because it's um, Nick's grandma's name. So it was a family name. And I always just think that's a sure thing, right? Yeah. No one can um, tease you about it. I also think it's just a very beautiful name. Her name's Lila Joan. Joan is um, my grandma's <gasps> name. We, but we were toying with a lot of different names. Like um, we really wanted to call her Indiana. Mm. But Indiana Joan was a, <laughs> was a concern that we had. Also, we looked up what Indiana meant, which was like person of India, and she is very white. So we <laughs> thought that that was a bit weird too. Um, but the other thing that we were thinking was Rose, and um, my husband's name surname is Hayden. We were like, Rose Hayden sounds too much like the ABC TV show Rosehaven. <gasps> So with all, yes. all these sort of concerns, we ended yeah. up just landing on Lila. It was easiest. Yeah, and it's a beautiful name. But there is so much that goes into it, right? Like you're thinking of the options. Oh, yeah. And like my mum ran through all of the possible teasing possibilities. <laughs> yeah. Like she was like, Lila, Lila, pants on fire. I was like, mum, this is not helpful. Like can you, she just like sat there racking her brain for how it could go badly. And that's where you go, I'm not telling anyone next time. Yeah. Which leads me to you, Matt. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Have you got a name chosen for the third? No. No, we are. This is going like to be no names. Weeks, Yeah, we've got, we've got, we've been throwing names around, but there's because we're doing a surprise. There's no solid locks. So we have to come up with two, uh, a boy and a girl's name, and we've been having the conversations for a while now. But no, there's nothing completely locked in yet. Which and how'd you go with the first two? Were they well, easy? First, or? With Billy, with Billy, we were like, we knew that one straight away. We we're like locked in. Billy, Michelle liked Coco. Um, so we just put it together. It was Billy Coco done. That was her name. Cool. And then, um, and how do you spell Billy? Uh, double L I E. So B I double L I E. Okay. Um, that's, that's a, pr- I sounded like, okay, you're approved. Oh, thank yeah. you. You can keep you. the spelling of that baby's name. Um, uh, what's that? But yeah, no, this one, we, no, no idea. Michelle keeps coming home with names. Like she's like, how about Binky? And I'm like, yeah, the t- t- are you just going through the Ikea catalog now? Like, <laughs> are we that hard up? For- Binky. Yeah, I oh know. Binky it's was sweet, a dead but- serious one. Though. Wow. Mm. I found it quite bizarre though when people lock in a name from the very beginning. Like I, friends of mine, um, they knew that they conceived in Italy in a town, Siena. And so from the very beginning, they knew that the girl was called Siena. So at the baby shower last week, we were all like, like welcoming Sienna to the world. And we, it was Can I tell you bizarre? the problem I have with that is only that we fell pregnant with my daughter in New York and we were staying in Horatio Street and my husband was convinced that if we had a boy, his middle name would be Horatio. And I was like, apart from the fact that his first name was going to be Felix, Felix Horatio Guerra, yeah. mouthful much. Mm-hmm. Um, also the fact that 
I didn't think any child wanted to know they were named after the road they were conceived on. Yeah. Is that going too far no, into... That's, no, that's... that's no, too if it's many... your friend. No. Sienna's a beautiful name. It's a good name, isn't and it? And she like, doesn't have lucky. to say that's where we... No. It's a direct line though, isn't it? It's just like, <laughs> that's why I'm called that is because of that moment. Yes. Yeah. Well, I guess they could, you know, on their 21st birthday, go to the very road that they were conceived and... <laughs> You know, think about it. Yeah. It's weird when you know too much about the conception. I guess, like Matt, you were talking about how all of your kids will be conceived around the same time, and then <laughs> yeah, They're um, all two years and two weeks apart. So it's pretty much we only do it at a certain time of year. <laughs> yeah, there was some sort of wild party that goes down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, birthday parties are going to be a bitch. Oh, no, we were just talking about it before. They can share. They, they can, can just can have share. one. Yeah, oh, that is or a beautiful idea. The wife and I were talking about lying to the third one and just. Pretending it was born in September. It's like, oh, you're a spring baby. We'll see if we can fudge it for a while anyway. My brother did that. Did he? Well, not entirely, not forever, but one year because the birthday didn't fall on a convenient day. He just said a birthday was another day. Huh. I know. So. Genius. What was the day? Well, I don't remember. It wasn't my child. Okay. <laughs> sure. I guess. But no, it was like her birthday fell on a Wednesday. And so they told her it was on the Saturday and she was young enough that she had no other yeah. reference. Mm. And so she just believed it. And I was torn. I was like, you just lied to your daughter. Yeah. She's like, she doesn't care. Also, that's half the joy of parenting is lying about everything. <laughs> yeah. And just like how the whole world works. Right? Oh, I have so many questions about that, Veronica. <laughs> What have you lied about? But that'll be a whole other show. Yeah. More than half an hour. <laughs> All right. Well, well, let's move on because otherwise I'm just going to get into something else. Uh, we're going to be talking about interfering in-laws. How could you do that to me? My mother-in-law has a certain myopia when it comes to anyone else's point of view. She changed her name. We are still speaking about names, but th this is just kind of to illustrate a point. Uh, this week, a woman wrote into a parenting column at Slate complaining about her mother-in-law. Um, now, this wasn't your run-of-the-mill mother-in-law dispute, you could say, because this woman was actually asleep after having a cesarean. Her mother-in-law and her husband went to put the baby's name on the birth certificate. The mother-in-law convinced the husband to change the spelling of the name. And now this is the middle name, right? So um, it was the spelling of Finlay. So the mum wanted it to be an E, but with an E, L-E-Y. And the mother-in-law wanted it with an A because she said it was more masculine. Oh. So Matt. That's so bizarre. Yeah. Is it fair that the mum's annoyed given that it's, you know, come on, it's a middle name. How often Absolutely. do we use middle names? Absolutely. Yes? It's outrageous. <laughs> It is that is outrageous, but I think that the mother-in-law that would do that would probably have form. Like she, she would know that the mother-in-law would be kind of interfering. That doesn't come out of nowhere. That comes out of True. telling you for years you haven't been washing properly, or <laughs> you, you don't make spaghetti bolognese the right way. You know that that kind of mother-in-law sounds like a nightmare. Mm. Yeah, that would like, if you're an anti-vaxxer, secretly vaccinate your child while Absolutely. they were babysitting or yeah. something. Oh, come on. Yeah. If we're going to say that, that's, she should be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and also, she was right to change the A. I mean, it is better, let's be honest. <laughs> it's more masculine. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, you do wonder the arguments that she put forward during that time. Mm. Like, what justification does she have that it's more masculine? So strange. True. Although my mother did say, sorry, mum, that my daughter's name, Darcy, would be more feminine if it was E-Y. Huh. And we just, and I was like, no, too many letters. Yeah. I mean, you know, oh, D-A-R-C-Y. You were lucky you didn't fall asleep at some point. <laughs> <laughs> no decision was made for you. I reckon the only way that my um, P 
parents have interfered at any point was very much like out of love. But my mum was like the Australian president of the Breastfeeding Association. So very excited about wow. breastfeeding. <laughs> and I had to just keep formula on the down low at any point that yeah. it was introduced. Um, I'd be like, she'd be like, where are you going? I'd be like, just up to my room. And you just hear this <laughs> and then I'd be like, come back to pretend that it was breast milk. She wow. was like, what do you mean there's no supply? Of course, you can always have supply. And there was just, she just wouldn't take no for an answer about breastfeeding. So pro breastfeeding. Wow, and that was your mum. Yeah, People yeah. struggle with that when it's not even in their family. Totally. Racked with guilt. But, it, you know, it's for the best. Obviously, there's wonderful pros how about long did breastfeeding. You, how long did you manage to hide her for? Um, or is this like the, if she's listening now, will this be the first time she's. <laughs> I think I've already admitted to her but um yeah like months of hiding um where that i is just so challenging yeah mm. felt too weird about um the fact Sneaking that i was away yeah <laughs> and giving like when once you taste formula you're like well this is pretty sweet you're like what the <laughs> hell is in this stuff and then when your mum's in your ear but um come on did you ever taste breast up. milk come on um I, t- I guess an I tasted question. a bit, that, but I didn't particularly like it. I didn't go back for seconds. But was it all? I, it was sweet, I never yeah. traced, tasted either. I feel like I've missed out now. Well, you made me sound like that I was weird. You were like, come on, you taste. I haven't. <laughs> yeah. You weirdo. Yes. Everybody, Veronica tasted. No, I feel like I've missed out because when people say that formula is sweet, mm. I'm like, but breast milk's sweet, isn't it? Yeah, I think in a different way. Not in that fake kind of way. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> now, now Matt's making you feel bad about it. No, because I've I've, I've, I'll jump in here and I've tasted both as well. <laughs> because See? yeah, because I was like, well, what are they having? What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Yeah. Am I missing out? Yeah. FOMO. I'm not missing out. <laughs> Just so you know. No, I'm happy with just normal milk. And good. Yep. Um, I'm glad we cleared that yep. up. Yep. Um, and Matt, how have you ever had ever either your parents-in-law or your own parents kind of step in and you've I'm had to... I'm very lucky. My, my, through location of where we're living, my, I've relied quite heavily on my in-laws for the last four years and they've been really good. Um, the only time with boundaries has kind of been around food and that was with... Billy, because when you get to the second one, you're like, ah, give him anything. Um, but it was <laughs> yes. like, oh no, we only we, we don't use pouches. We uh, we steam the pumpkin. We don't use uh, microwaves because the plastic can leak. Uh, now we're like, whatever. You're helping us. You can do what you want. Um, and screens. That was the other one because as obnoxious as it sounds, my kids don't really use screens, but the other grandkids do. So when they go there, it's just default of whipping out the iPads while they eat and that kind of thing. But Really, they're helping us. I don't. I don't care what happens there at the moment. It's just like if they're being looked after, we pick them up. They're alive. The job's done. So. <laughs> it's really funny with pouches. Um, funny that you mentioned that because I felt like at the beginning I was like anti-pouch, mm. and then it progressed to me being pro-pouch. But Lila wasn't allowed to suck it directly from the thing. You have to I was onto a spoon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then in the end, it's just... actually really good parenting though. Yeah. That's I what guess, they say. I think so. But in the end, I was like, ah, oh, just suck it. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I remember. We- with Arlo, so my second, um, I went to, this is ironic, I went to a parenting course, it was triple P for parenting, and they had a crèche, and I was like, okay, I put Arlo in there, and um, I came back, and what I'd accidentally done, I'd packed the his bag with stuff for my daughter at the time, and one of the things was a pouch. He wasn't eating solids yet, and I came back, and the girl was like, wow, he was really hungry, he ate a whole pouch, and I just kind of looked at it, and he's my second, and I went, uh-huh. You gave him his first 
solid food. Oh, no. Trying to be really cool about it, and I'm not going to, you know, go on, you know, Inner West Mums or something. (laughs) Complain. Can you believe this woman did this? Because the woman just her look on her face when she realised she hadn't had any solids. And then I thought, ah, well, pouches it is. Yeah, (laughs) totally. But that is devastating when you like. I um another kid accidentally fed Lila some egg at one point when she was really young, and it made me feel sick to my core. I was like, oh my god, she wasn't ready for it. (laughs) Like. I, I was going to make the decision that it was going to be at six months. Oh. It's funny how that kind of thing can really set you off. Oh, completely, especially with the first and especially yeah. first baby, first foods, yeah. first experiences are yeah. so big. Yeah. And now we don't give a toss to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, walked, awesome. Well, well done. I got three under on the back nine, so I'm pretty happy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, we'll be right back in just a second to take on the Bonds Baby Competition. Raising children can be a challenging and rewarding experience. Feed Play Love, hosted by me, Siobhan Hunt, is a bite-sized parenting podcast that's here to walk, skip and jump beside you as your children grow. I speak to experts and real parents about everything from finding your mama instinct to starting solids. So join me and we can all thrive and learn together. Feed, Play, Love, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for the vote, man. I didn't vote. Voting's for geeks. You just voted for me to make yourselves feel better. Is it me or was that the ugliest baby you have ever seen? You know what? You're not that cute. And I am not falling for it. So you just keep trying but it is no. <laughs> Shut up, baby. And you know what? Don't touch that because that's not very sanitary. Yeah. <laughs> the Bonds Baby Search has announced that they're shutting down the People's Choice Award online due to the trolling of babies by grown adults. The annual competition will now draw winners daily, picked randomly by Bonds staff members. Um, now, I've been to the website and it says that you know, we're celebrating the love of babies and it it kind of makes it look like it's not a competition, that it's more, and they're trying to make it inclusive and kind. Um, So, and even to the point where you can enter your dog, your fur baby, right? So that's the next step. Veronica, can this kind of thing, which is essentially a competition because there are winners, Mm. can it be kind when you're talking about babies winning a prize. No, I think they should have gone the other way, like developed an app, which was like Tinder, and you could just swipe left or right. (laughs) You reckon it just needed to be less public. They could have made the most out of it. Don't you reckon that'd be quite fun? People love like judging other people's babies, but as long as they do that in the privacy of their own home, it would have been fine. Of course, because nobody knows what you said. Yeah, I guess there would be, if you would be like, oh my God, my baby got no matches. (laughs) You'd be devastated. (laughs) But still, I think that could have been a great marketing opportunity for them. Mm. Missed out is what Missed I'm saying. Missed out. What do you reckon, Matt? I'm kind of glad that it's gone so I don't have to lie to friends saying, oh, yeah, I voted for Xavier. Oh. They're sharing on their Facebook. And, oh, every year there's this <laughs> like, can you please vote for my baby? No. Really? I don't vote for your baby. Parents do that. Oh, it's just a, it was a constant feed full of please vote for my kid. And is I'm it like, the one kid or you've just got lots of friends who are putting their kids in? Uh, there's, there's a couple of parents that are pretty heavy 
heavy on rotation. Like it's a, they've got it, they've got like a, a program where they're pumping out two requests a day. But um, no, there's a few few different people. But I'm pretty relieved that it's all over. I think you'd be judging so am I, I assuming that neither of you would put your own beautiful children. No, in? there was a couple of people in my mother's group who did, and I really had to um, not to judge. But <laughs> <laughs> they totally would be listening to this. But um, I she oh, voted for them, by the way. Yeah, just saying. of course, obviously, yeah. But I would never put uh, Lila up there, even though I freely put her on my Instagram quite a lot. And there's never anyone saying anything negative. But I would be too scared in a medium where you were judging the attractiveness of your baby mm. um, to discover that your baby wasn't as cute as you thought. I don't want to know that. Like, I think she's the best looking thing I've ever seen. And yeah. I constantly think that. I'm like, oh, my God, look at your neck. Look at your arms. <laughs> like, I just want to eat every part of her. She's so beautiful. And I wouldn't want the chance for anyone to say that wasn't true. Yeah. Mm. No, that's a good point. I've got to say, um, there have been times, both of my children are very blonde, particularly my son. And there were times when I'd take my daughter to um, the opera house, for example, to watch a show. And I've got pictures, I'm not kidding you, of about 10 different Chinese people taking photos of her, like the paparazzi, because she was so blonde. And my husband used to say, if we would just go to China or Japan or somewhere where blondes aren't you know, the norm, we could make a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Even just standing in a town square and they're just, just like get, getting people to pay you <laughs> yeah. for photo opportunities, like oh Santa. God, that is yeah. like, we wouldn't need an agent. No. We could just set up in like a, some well-trafficked place in the city. Totally. Think about that. Uh, <laughs> if everything else goes badly, yeah. that's an opportunity. Busk your children out. Yeah, see, Daniel yeah. doesn't have a problem with it, but I still kind of feel like... Mm. Yeah, I looked into... In the beginning, I was like, she's so beautiful, Nick. Do, is there some way that we should be like... It, could we get her to, yeah, yes. well, because like we could put the money towards her education and that is not just me saying that, I yeah. legitimately did think that. <laughs> sure. And then looked into the whole idea of modeling and it was just a yucky scene. Yeah. Like they, it's basically a scam. They get you to pay to have the photos done and they cost way too much, $500 or something. <gasps> and then you have no guarantee that you'll get work and they've got heaps of kids on their books. And cause I'm from, you know, I'm an actor, so I have an agent. It's wasn't that foreign, that idea of... Have what about your agent? agent? Could your agent be her agent? Well, now I'm just steering clear of the whole thing because it feels a bit icky, I yeah. think. Plus also just, get, you know, in a moment where your kid doesn't want to do the thing that's happening, like getting them to do it would just feel a bit wrong, mm. you reckon? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't want to have to. I mean, we can't get them to behave when we want them to, no. you know, yeah. when you want to have a nice meal out in public. Yeah. They're not going to do what we want then. So why put your efforts into doing it for an ad. But, you know, it does work for a bunch of people. And obviously kids, like a lot of people who do have their kids going through it, say that the kids find it really fun. So, yeah. yeah. Who knows? Yeah. We, we could all be missing out That's on a right. pot of gold, yeah. people. Mm. All right. Well, now we've covered that. Let's go to our final topic today, which is parenting emojis. We have to help Charles. He's devastated. Hate seeing him like this. Breakups are cartoony thumbs down. They make people feel faced with X's for the eyes. What does that even mean? The English language cannot fully capture the depth and complexity of my thoughts, so I'm incorporating emoji into my speech to better express myself. Winky face. Oh, Lord. Listen, this is simple. Royal needs a little rebound nookie. Eggplant emoji. Rosa, you want to get on that? Don't make me rip your tongue off. 
coming to smartphones this April are a slew of brand new emojis. Writer Darren Levin has said that he has a few parenting emojis he thinks should be included, like a nappy emoji for when you've run out and you want your partner to pick some up, or perhaps one indicating extreme sleep deprivation. Matt, what parenting emoji would you like to see in um, oh, I reckon there's three that are probably missing. Uh, one is... Um, standing on one leg holding your other foot in the air when you've got no shoes on because you've just trodden on Princess Barbie's tiara. That, that, that's one I thought that's... you were doing tree pose then. I'm like, No, no, that's, wow. the, that's the Lego or the, the tiara I've just given my whole weight to. Uh, the other one is uh, probably eyes closed, hand up in front of the face, no questions before coffee because that, that's a big one in our house. And... Um, one, this is more of a subtle one. I don't think that you could pick it up too closely. Unless you have to look quite close at it. Someone just about to say something and it's the p- sake uh, emoji <laughs> because I've never said that so much in my life since what having kids. Sake. Sake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, I reckon 20 times under my breath a day. Is, sake. It's, yeah, it's just over there. Uh, I'm coming. Sake. I'm so impressed that it does. The whole word doesn't come out. You are well. It does. I'm just trying to censor myself. <laughs> it's, it's the radio studio in me. Uh, well, Elise, producer Elise of the parent panel says we no longer need to censor because we're a podcast now. We just oh, put, we'll fuck just put sake. It, I yes. said it. Doesn't it feel good? Oh, amazing! <laughs> now you can use that little e explicit on the front, Elise. <laughs> I love using um, emojis for times when there are no words to express it, or you can't find the words. And you know, uh, I don't know if you guys use this. Uh, I'm regularly doing it at the moment with Lila. The uh, the snot sucking device. The what? Do you guys use that? So it's like Wait, this I device. Snotty you... noses one. It's like you squeeze. Ah. Mm. Oh, not that good. No, ah. no, not like the nasal spray. I'm talking about the thing you get from the chemist, which was like invented by some. Scandinavian. Uh, anyway, it's it looks quite complex, but essentially what it is is you suck the snot oh, from don't. your baby's <laughs> nose, um, but there's like little padding so it doesn't ever actually come into your mouth. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. No, no, no. Bit. It actually works wonders. Do you, you enjoy guys should... doing it? I hate to do it. It makes me feel <laughs> like vomiting every time, but I know how good it is. And now she's kind of intrigued by it. She hated it when she was little because it's like sn- like sucking up part but of her brain have... out. What, what Matt was talking about is that squeezy thing. We'll get to the emojis, but we've got to talk about snot for a minute. Yeah. yeah. That squeezy thing where you'd stick it up the nose. I actually Air used pressure, to really enjoy that. Then... Oh, because it wasn't, it wasn't. Out. But I didn't. There was something really satisfying about taking the. Mm, yeah, that does sound good. Nose. Anyway, sorry, emoji. And that sounds emoji. like I need to get my phone yeah. <laughs> instead of the bullshit I've got right now. Anyway, I never know what to call it. So if there was some sort of emoji of the snot sucker, that would work well for me because it is a big part of my life at the moment. Like I, knowing I have to put her to bed, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna suck the suck the snot just before she goes to bed. Oh, I enjoy it insane. more than I probably should getting the snot out of my kid's nose. But it's I like an achievement. I'm like, yes, is this look at the, the size with... of that. But is that through no, tissue? No, fingers, fingers. I'll, I'll, I'll get the little pinky really? in there and just reef it out. Yeah, Whoa. Yeah, really? Yeah. That's high risk. Yeah, it is. But he kind of likes it too now. He's like, whoa, when he sees it. I'm like, <laughs> well, yes. I'm sorry. I have to ask this mm. disgusting question. Yep. Are you the sort of partner who would pop your partner's pimple? Is this where this is coming from? Um, I, don't mind, I don't mind a pimple pop. I don't <laughs> mind a pimple pop. Not like, I, I prefer blackheads to whiteheads. I don't really go, whiteheads are a bit foul, but I'll, I'll go in for a, you know, a couple week old Why blackhead. did I ask that? I'm feeling really ill now. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, yes, uh, snot sucking emoji would be good. Um, cracked nipple emoji. I don't know why breastfeeding wasn't in there, right? Yeah, good point. Yeah. This is written by a man, that's why. That's right. And also, I don't know that they, is it too censored to have nipples in emojis? I mean, if it's too. Good question. If you can't free the nipple on Instagram, can you via emoji? Hmm. I'd like to get it out there. Well, I think what would should. be the what would be the equivalent if the eggplant is the? What yeah. would be the equivalent of the of the cracked nipple in the in the something really fruit painful? World? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that a pineapple. <laughs> I guess so. Um, what would it be? Something where there's a little dot in the middle. That's about all. At least there's dried apricot. Oh, yeah. I (laughs) guess that's after you've been breastfeeding. (laughs) (laughs) That's once you've stopped breastfeeding your children. That's what you're left with. Or a fried egg. Oh, man. Just a flattened leather pancake, isn't it? What a sad time. (laughs) We have ended on such a low note. (laughs) Have you got a happy emoji? A happy parenting emoji? No. Honestly. (laughs) Now, that is my fault. I should have, I don't know. Well, can't you just leave us with something you lie to your child about? Because that's how we started this conversation. Well, sometimes um, uh, when she wakes up, I um, like to pretend to her that she is the person who's um, come down to earth to communicate to us about the dream world (laughs) and um, that she's like the person who um, is in charge of like communicate. I'm like, what happened? What happened in the dream world? Tell us everything you know. And she just looks at me. She just looks at me with like confused eyes and I'm like, come on, you've got to remember something. Um, Yeah. She, I don't think she understands and she probably won't for many years, in which case she'll be like, stop talking to me like this, you stupid, weird woman. I actually think she might grow up with a few um, issues. (laughs) Probably. It'll come back like in kindergarten when they're asking for show and tell. She goes, well, I've got a story for you. I've come from the dreamland. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> this is why I should have got her to do child modelling for this um, child therapy Or she'll, she'll walk into school and see a child with a runny nose and go, but doesn't your mum suck the snot out of your nose? <laughs> all right. I think we've all agreed I'm going to have a weird kid and I'm cool with it. No, you're going to have a very cool kid yeah. who, who knows how much their mother loved them. Because she sucked the snot out of their nose. That's right. That is the epitome of parenting sacrifice as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) No, we don't, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now that was our final question for the parent panel. Um, Veronica, you have a new stand up show. Yes. Tell us about it. Oh, man, I'm so excited about this. It's called Parent Virgin, um, and it's basically like I'm kind of like an anti guru. I have a, um, it's like a Tony <laughs> Robbins esque show. I have a PowerPoint presentation, and I'm basically going to teach my wisdom from having a parent, been a parent for one year. Now, when I was told that you were doing this show, there was a picture of you with your microphone and the baby, your baby right next to you. Yeah. Are you bringing it to the show every night? You know what? I thought about it. No, too difficult. <laughs> but the weird thing about that photo is that that's actually not Lila. Oh. Because I had her for the photo shoot, but I felt too weird about using her as a marketing device. So I photoshopped her face (laughs) for a baby that's on stock images. Which and is I, kind of weird, right? Well, I was just oh. about to say, you're right. Your baby is so beautiful. <laughs> now I don't know what she looks like, so I can't say No, that. no, no. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I felt really weird about that. But having said that, she is in the show a bunch because I sh- I'm shooting a lot of uh, like little videos with her <gasps> where I take her out of context and stuff. 
Again, I'm messing her up for the future. Yeah, it's going to be um, on at the Giant Dwarf Theatre in Sydney from the 19th to the 22nd of March. I think it's going to be pretty fun. Mm. And are you touring, but at the or at the moment just in Sydney? Just in Sydney, but um, yeah, I probably will. I mean, I've put a heck of a lot of effort into it, so I wouldn't be surprised if I ended up taking it different places. But there's special guests too, some special guest comedians, and one particularly amazing uh, guest children's entertainer who's a little bit famous I will not oh, tell wow. you too Jeez, mm. that is awesome and where can people go to get tickets and where can they find you online yeah so you can just google um, Veronica Millson Parent Virgin that, that'd be the easy way to go or go to my Instagram I've got a bunch of links from there um, or the Giant Dwarf Theatre yeah. and what's your Insta handle oh God, I don't know. <laughs> what is it? Veronica Milsom or V Milsom? I love that you don't know, but yeah. we'll put it in the links on the show page. <laughs> that is brilliant. If you want to find uh, Veronica on Instagram, we will put everything up there so you can find her if you're not writing it down. Who's got a pen now anyway when they listen to oh, a no. podcast? Mm-mm. And Matt, yes. apart from the exciting third edition mm-hmm. on the way that you're well and truly prepared for. You'll find me dream feeding, uh, <laughs> <laughs> flicking through social media at 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock in the morning. And um, what's your handle? At Matt Baisley. Yeah. Fabulous. And is there anything, are you, do you still get to do exciting things on Sydney Weekender when you're waiting for the third child? Or do yeah, they just like keep you on Hilariously enough, I'm off on Monday for a four day shoot. Um, I'm going to the Riverina area. I think it's a Mulga State National Park going through there. That place wow. looks like Mars. It's meant to be incredible. So I'm there, I'm there shooting for four days uh, next week. So that'll be popping up on Channel 7 very soon. Okay. So Matt's wife, just hold on. Oh no. Keep your knees together. Yeah. Like oh. you said, it's the third. It's, <laughs> it's fine. Just, like, just Skype me if it happens. <laughs> oh, man. I'll be in Mars. <laughs> yeah, don't mm. worry about me. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure to have you both come in. Thank Thanks, you. Chef. I'm Siobhan Hunt. You can find me online at Siobhan Hunt. That's all for this episode of The Parent Panel. See you next time. You've been listening to The Parent Panel, a babyology podcast hosted and written by Siobhan Hunt, produced and edited by Elise Cooper. For more information on the show, or maybe you want to do a deep dive onto previous episodes, you can find out all you need to know on our website. Head to babyology.com.au slash parent panel. See you next time.